Hi listeners, this is Deborah from Mystic Wolf Soulcrafts and I'm here today with Mina from Honing Your Reality. Welcome everyone to Mystical Tea Time where we drink tea and talk about all things ascension and spirituality. Today we're going to be talking about spiritual awakening, standing in your truth as a light worker, and accepting the path of service, and astrology as a path to higher knowledge. For those of you who know me, welcome back. For those of you who are new, my name is Deborah, and I'm a multidimensional channel, a healer, and intuitive artist and writer. If you want to stay up to date on all the podcast episodes, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash mystical tea time and there you can find all available podcast links or listen by subscribing on YouTube. So let's get started. So what kind of tea are you drinking today, Mina? I'm drinking vanilla chai tea. Oh my god, did I actually record? Oh yeah, I'm recording. Anyway, people, this is yeah, this is one of the first podcasts that we're doing and I thought I clicked play and I I wasn't sure anymore. Anyway, we're recording. So <laughs> Uh yeah, so back to the tea. I'm drinking um what is this? Cranberry green tea. That's what I'm drinking. Cheers. Okay, so let's get started. It's late in the evening over there where you are, and it's 9 a.m. in the morning where I am. So we're going to be talking a little bit about your spiritual awakening and what you do to serve the world. If you're okay with that. <laughs> yes, I'm okay with that. I feel like it's such a long story, you know. Um, how much time do we have? <laughs> That's all up to you. That's that we're just gonna okay. see how I'm it goes. I'm not gonna try to drag anything out or be boring or anything. You're never like boring. That. I've I've <laughs> listened to you and, and read what you have to say a few a few times now and it's never been boring. Oh thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do. Um wow. So like I have this like sense inside of me. Um, that always begins with, uh, <laughs> my awakening began on the moment of my birth, you know, and I know that now, but I didn't know that before. And so, um, part of like coming into that knowing is, um, awakening. And I think I have to like go back to just saying a little bit about being a child, you know, I don't remember a lot about being a child. I feel like so many things had happened negative and I let that consume me and I let it shut me down completely as a, as a, um, divine being, as, um, someone who was here to serve, uh, the greater good. I didn't recognize any of that for a very, very long time. And um, I always say, like, we could go into past and talk about past a million, million days over and into infinity, and it still wouldn't be enough. But um, that's not that's not what my uh, message is about. It isn't about um, uh, the pieces of the past, because part of how far I've gotten in my awakening 
is looking back and being so grateful and blessed for all those moments. Uh, I started to tell you that podcasting in general was one of the things that started my, my reawakening, but actually my true first spiritual awakening was probably um, at a Christian summer camp. And I wasn't really there because I wanted to be at Christian summer camp. I just wanted to be anywhere but my own house. Yeah. And that was one place my mom would let me go because I was a bad kid. <laughs> and I got in trouble a lot. I really did. I found trouble wherever I went. And uh, anyway, so I got to go to Christian summer camp. And I remember during one of the, um, the times where we're all singing, I can't remember the name of it, but when you're all singing and I was singing like from somewhere that I didn't even know existed. I never sang anything before. And I was only just knowing these songs because I had to do community service at the church. And one of the t things I had to do was file the, the music. So I yeah. was like looking at them all the time. So that happened, you know, I had that surge of something bigger than me. And, uh, and it just didn't matter at the time though. You know, I think I was 15 and it didn't matter at the time. And then I decided to do psychedelics <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> it was, um, you know, for the wrong reasons. I'm actually very pro psychedelics, but not when you don't know what you're doing and when you're not guided through the yeah. journey. Um, so I'm not promoting it in any fashion, but when in I was a child, you know, you know, teenager, me and my friends thought this was a cool thing to do, party, go to raves, you know, do all this crazy stuff. And I just didn't trip like everybody else. Unfortunately mm -hmm. for me, I couldn't just have fun and I always ended up having like a classic bad trip, what everybody knows is a bad trip, which I do not associate with that word, bad trip anymore, because I've reconciled and reclaimed the fact that I didn't have a bad trip. You were just being shown parts of yourself that, that you were kind of trying to ignore. Oh Maybe. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had no idea that there were shadows, that there was other thoughts that there was anything and I didn't get to just take this stuff and whether it was you know um, ecstasy or LSD or mushrooms and just like have a party you know glow sticking all day long <laughs> I'm like in the corner thinking I'm talking to my mom and I'm like working out all this ancestral garbage and and I'm just like who what talking yeah and I made a fool of myself fool of myself in quotes, you know, at yeah. the time, had to go around apologizing to friends for who I was, basically told by my at the time boyfriend that I was not like everybody else and I should feel bad for that. So yeah. I did. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's really... the lesson, that's the big lesson for, for light workers or whatever name you prefer to use for yourself, that we're, we, like when yeah. we're younger, we're made to feel bad for being different and that's that's the right. barrier that we have to break through as light workers that we have to learn to love ourselves for who we are despite what yeah. other people think of us because 
that's the only way we're going to get our message out and that's the only way we're going to attract the people that are going to want to work with us when we really show the world who we are because otherwise yeah. the people that that need to find us they're never going to find us if we don't just show ourselves to the world and and love ourselves yeah. the way we are but that's a yeah. that's a really big learning process for a lot of people and it's it's still an ongoing process for me still and for you yeah. too i'm sure Oh, exactly. We, we never stop learning and we never stop awakening and falling into patterns and then reawakening yeah. again. It's just a process. But that also has to do with, with past lives that we've gone through. That, that This is not just, in, we, we haven't gone through this just in this life. We've been born many times and died many times and, and we've often died uh, for being who we, we were. So we were born in this life feeling unsafe and we basically have to try to work through that wound to feel safe again. But if, if we start talking about past lives, this is going to become, this is going to be a very long podcast. So let's keep that for another time maybe because <laughs> I could talk about this for, for four or five hours, just, just past life stuff. So we're, we're going to just go back to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm so interested in the past life stuff, though, too. I would sit here and listen to you talk for five hours. I truly would. Yeah, we, we should definitely do another podcast on past lives because that that's kind of how my awakening, well, reawakening started. Because like you said, I kind of woke up as a child, too. It was always different. It was considered uh -huh. a different child. I had different interests and it was kind of a weirdo. <laughs> And, and then I, I kind of pushed all that stuff away, didn't want to look at it, wanted to fit in, wanted to be normal. But then, uh, then I started having super vivid past life memories. So that, that's why I'm super intrigued with past life stuff, because I know it can be really healing for a lot of people that are awakening to look into their past yes. lives. Yeah. I, yeah, I have just, um experienced knowing about past lives since I've met my current boyfriend, Jared, but I have never delved into any of it. I just have this kind of feeling, this like echo. Yeah. And then also knowing from the studies that I've done with astrology, um, how connected the soul can be to other lifetimes and I studied uh, I wish I could pull it out of my head when I should have wrote it down but it was this really awesome guy oh it's the um, YouTube channel wise cosmos wise cosmos huh. and they put a series look that up. of how to read a birth chart from like this the star seat perspective yeah and that's when I was introduced that was in um, 2018, I started reading up on that, and that was another um, kind of like gateway into knowing about past lives, but I really haven't, like I said, dealt at first, which I'm getting excited to go there with you for sure. Yeah, we're going to be, yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking into your past lives because I know that there's a lot of interesting, well, past life is, it's basically parallel lives because there isn't real, linear time doesn't exist like we think it exists. 
I'm I'm listening right. to an audio book right now. I'm, I'm sure you know Dolores Cannon. You're familiar with Dolores Cannon. I'm listening I to. I know her name. Yes. Yeah, she's basically like one of the pioneers in past life regression work, and I'm listening to her book, uh, Convoluted Universe, and they talk about parallel lives and not looking at time as a linear line, with like one life here, then another one further down the line, one more there. They look at it as one big circle and all kinds of dots and you can connect the dots any way you want and then go from a future life to a life in the middle ages to a life in 2020 and you can just kind of go back and forth and it's all happening at the same time. Yes, I believe that. Yeah, and, and I know That's that when, that. when I was awakening, I suddenly got all these downloads of, of like knowledge like that amongst many other things and my mind was just exploding like I just understood it all of a sudden I understood that the concept of time is something that we made up and and it was a lot to take at first I'm sure when you were going through your spiritual awakening that it was the same for you that you were just opening up to so much knowledge all of a sudden that it was a lot to integrate at first and it is for many people that are spiritually awakening yeah yeah. It is. It is a constant, like, uh, feeling like you're in a murky water when you're learning and balancing all these energies and understanding that that core truth that time truly does not exist and that we are a blend of all, but that we choose to wake up here is, like, I think the anthem that I sing about it, like, every day. No matter where I go in my sleep, my consciousness wakes up and, and is here and, you know, where I live in Paso Robles and I'm still me and, and I change every day. And yeah, I, I, think that's, every day. I think that's important when to stay focused on the present because we have all these other aspects like soul aspects in other lifetimes, in other dimensions. But we and we can dive into all that stuff. That's super interesting. But I think it's it's really important to stay f connected to the now and the person that you are now in order to deal with everything. Because otherwise, your mind's just gonna explode. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure yours has more than one time. Yeah. I'm sure it has. My mind I... exploded yesterday, so I'm I'm still integrating all this. And then we have this eclipse, and we're gonna be talking about all that stuff with you in a oh. little bit because you you're super knowledgeable about all that stuff. And I'm really interested in astrology, but I don't know enough about it to really talk about it. That's why I have people like you on my podcast to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, I have my baby yeah. with me. People can't see because we're, this is audio only, but, but you can see that I have my baby here. And that's another I part of this spiritual... She's the best helper of podcasts ever. Yeah, we, we, we're we still going through life as normal people with children, with, with pets, with normal like worries, like jobs and stuff. And we so we have normal life to deal with. And then we have this spiritual awakening and... And we, we have to keep it all together. And more and more people are waking up. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast, despite having noisy children in the background and, and, and looking like with my hair in a bun with my mom hair and my glasses on. But I, f I feel like I just I felt like I had to do this 
for other people that are in my situation so they know that that everyone can can do if you if you're going through this you can do it if i can do it you yeah. can do it <laughs> yeah for sure i think i think that anyone who's tuning in even on the slightest is is on their way you know and it's such a it's such a slow and graceful process like you know the unfolding is such a wonderful expression that's used and um, you're, you're just watching things happen when you become the observer and um, yeah I think that the biggest thing is that we have to learn that that sense of patience while we're awakening and that is probably what people struggle with the most it's what I struggled with the most you know when you see something in your mind's eye and you can see it so strongly and you've seen it all like in every possible way that it could possibly happen can't remember it all but i remember a few type of thing and um when you hold on to the one that you know is so meant for you like for me being a piece to waking up the world is what i know is so meant for me to have like the desk that i write on that was gifted to me from jared that I write on like some of the most powerful things I've written, you know, that's all, that's all how it's flowing for me. Kind of lost my train of thought. That's okay. We're just going from one topic to another, but it's all kind of connected oh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. I, I hope it sounded good until I lost my train of thought. That's fine. I know, I know I what like you're scared. saying. Whatever I was saying, I got scared. Let me just be honest. Yeah, you know? that's another part of, of, of this awakening thing. We have so many ideas. Yeah, you were saying that you have all this stuff in, in your head and then you want to manifest it right away. But then we have yeah. to learn to be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I feel and then that... forget that, yeah, that we just forget that there's like a million different ways to get there. Yeah, and I, I we, feel we the same way. Like if I'm not doing it the way that I've been told it should be done. And that's even in the spiritual community, you know, we have beliefs, we have beliefs that um, we believe what will make us a cleaner channel, what we can, you know, move closer to enlightenment through this or that or blah, I don't know, fill in the blank is what I like always say, like yoga, sometimes people say, Oh, if you don't, if you're not doing yoga, you're just not it. Yeah, and, and to be honest, like for everyone to know out there, I there is if you were to know me on the street, you would not you would not think that I'm in here spinning crystals in my hand, playing playing the piano in the air before you know fluffing my aura before I speak. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, that's the it's thing. Not... I think most people when they see us or any light worker, they would we're not just walking around dressed like hippies and 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 like sp throwing. Uh, feathers around and 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 farting rainbows. You can't really tell when you when you're walking down the street. You can't tell if somebody's spiritually like spiritually awakening or not. You can't tell. But that's yeah. that's why I decided to do this podcast too because I want people to know that it's okay to be open about it. Be yourself, and and uh, that's the only way other people are gonna know that they're not alone in this. Yeah, I'm going to tie in the eclipse a little bit just because we're kind of talking about how it's okay to be weird. Yeah. Um, it's okay to, um, you know, be yourself. Like, even getting a little bit of freedom 
to be yourself can lead to something so huge. That's one thing that people should know about spiritual awakening as well, that it can be something so small and it could be unfolding in year, two years. I mean, you can't really put a number on anything. It's just, it will unfold whether you know it or not. And it could be starting right now with that, you know, lunar eclipse that I had to look, I looked up to make sure that we're having um, some aspects to this moon. And one of the aspects that I saw was a trying to Uranus. It's kind of like saying, release all the old baggage, get ready for some change, which is embrace your desire to be different. You know, even if it's slightly different, just see what that tastes like. See how that makes you feel. Yeah. We were talking about what planet was doing something. I don't see. I don't know anything about um, astrology. Um, so what planet was it? So I was just saying um, that Uranus. Yeah. Is trining the moon during this full moon lunar eclipse, and a trine is a is a good harmonious connection between two planets. It's like if you're going to call up somebody that you really like and share something with them, they're going to receive you well, and you're going to receive them well. Like a good conversation, they understand each other. Uh huh. Interesting. Um. A full, well, so maybe I'll back up just a tad and say uh, a full moon, you know, is when the sun is opposite the moon on the zodiac. So the sun is projecting its full light onto the whole surface of the moon. Um, so it's kind of right there is, a, is like an opposition, you know. Yeah. It's already a power struggle between your soul and your karmic emotions, your intuition, your everything subconscious. So it's like already uh, the sun is shining, you know, on the moon to expose it all. And uh, it's like a million times stronger with a lunar eclipse because we got that extra energy. So basically all the stuff that, that we're kind of not wanting to expose is now, it's, it's being exposed whether we want it or not, is right. what I'm understanding. And it might, we might not see it right now, you know, but this is what the, um, the eclipse season is closing out on and the energies will carry through until the next eclipse season, which is going to be in December. Mm-hmm. So basically now all kinds of stuff is happening and we have till December to process it. Or Yeah. And I was just looking down at it so I don't misspeak. Um, so the sun is in cancer. That's what astrological house the sun is going to be out during this full moon. And the moon is in Capricorn. 
So that's another layer of understanding. The sun in Cancer is going to feel like a sense of home and a sense of protection. So, you know, you kind of like, when I, when I do astrology, when I, when I like to speak it out loud, I don't want to dis, um, describe everything to, so that you cannot have the moment where your brain says protection and then tells a story on its own. Um, I think that that's a really important part of astrology. It's like very complicated, you know, with all the, it's like 360 degrees and this many planets and that many points and um, every, every tiny little bit has, has a different meaning. But when you take just the, the core meanings and then you allow yourself to imagine this energy working in you, at whatever level you decide to let it work, that, um, that I think is the best way to approach astrology. So even if you were reading an article that um, has a lot of words, you know, like a lot of astrology articles can be quite lengthy, um, the, especially the technical ones, um, you, allowing yourself to hone in on a few words that speak to you and then kind of like, allowing yourself to meditate on that. So when, when I would look at cancer, the words that come up for me are home, protection, and family. So I feel like this full moon's vibration is, that's where the soul is. That's where we need to focus all of our, our true energy, our, our essence. And it's shining the light on maybe everything that is hidden and deeply karmic and letting that happen over there in Capricorn where the moon is. You know, we've had a lot of activity in Capricorn over the last few years. And all that activity in a nutshell is just saying, change it, <laughs> just change it. Change the structure of <clears throat> from daily routine to the way that the world functions because this is what we need to heal. You know, that's really what this, this moment is about is people awakening to healing. And through astrology, you can tell many stories. You can tell stories off of natal charts. You can tell stories off of progress charts. You can look at the transits of right now, what's happening right now, and, to, and, and see into the future and what we've done in the past. And all of that is very relevant. And it helps along the way so that the human mind begins to understand the soul's connection. But these are all just tools to wake up. And... I mean, I like to use that tool because it's very intriguing to people. There's a lot of there's a lot of articles out there now for astrology, you know, in planets. Even Google writes like an article a day about a different planet, researching planets. It's very popular, but it's also, you know, in the realm of spirituality that's not a true science that, you know, you feel like you need to protect. Because when you know that it's truth, you don't really feel like arguing. 
Yeah. I really I don't really know what to say cuz it was just really interesting li listening to you. And yeah, as you as you're sitting there, you can't see it, but I can see it. There's a candle behind you. People that are listening, they can't yeah. see it either cuz we're we're audio only. When you were sitting there, it made kind it like turned the light around your head into a purple violet color. <laughs> And yesterday, during another conversation that I had with Mina, she was mentioning how she started working with the violet flame frequency, which is connected to Archangel Metatron. Um, for the people that are into angels, Archangel Metatron is the archangel that works with light workers. So if you're new on a spiritual path or you're, you're looking into how to fine-tune your abilities or ask help, from the angels to open up more spiritually. Metatron is a, a really good archangel to call upon and he works well like he uses the violet flame. You can envision a violet bubble around yourself or a flame going into your crown and just calling upon Archangel Metatron to help assist you and open yourself up as a channel for the violet flame. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So as I was listening to you, I saw this violet color like spread spread around your head like from the candle, but it turned all violet because it, you said you had a purple light on over there or something. So yeah, that mixed yeah, with the a, candle light turned it, it turned it into. I, I saved the box because I'm so weird and I thought it was cute. I don't know if you can see it. I'm showing her something, and I know you guys can't see it, but it's a box of the purple light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, I think because yeah, because you are so passionate about what you talk about, that violet flame became stronger, like the 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 color violet around you. So that is definitely a color that that works really well with you. So, yeah, Metatron is, I think, well, that's what I'm getting intuitively. Is that okay if I share, if I just say what comes to me right now? That Metatron is yeah, re really please. working with you. And if you would call upon Archangel Metatron every day, then your, your gifts will become even more clear and your path will become even more clear. And, and Metatron made a contract with you, basically a soul contract before you were born, saying that... that you can work with him, you can call upon him anytime you want, because that was agreed upon before birth, that you were going to work with Archangel Metatron to help uh, other people on their own path. That is amazing. I I mean, like, part of my spiritual path that actually led me to meeting you and, and led me to learning about the Archangels was through Jamise and... Um, through my friend Julie Herb, I know she's in um, one of our groups as well. She does the mix Mystic Vixen on Facebook. Um, if it wasn't for those two ladies in my life, uh, I don't know if I would have um, actually come through to where I am now with being able to um, receive and to feel uh, sisterhood because that was one thing that on the path that I was on for spiritual enlightenment and it was very masculine and it was not, it wasn't getting me anywhere. It was a knowledge hungry. Um, I can do whatever I want because I know the truth and I'm just getting where I need to be so that I can have what I need to have so I can succeed. 
idea inside of me, even though some of the work that I was creating, that was kind of during the time where I wrote a lot of poetry, and it's beautiful poetry, and I still <clears throat> resonate very well with that poetry, but I was um, lost, and that was because I was missing um, that piece of me that understood receiving and being able to connect with God and being able to connect with the angels. Um, so that was another piece to my spiritual awakening and also having to let go of a lot of old religious beliefs. And I think that's still like a big theme for a lot of people. Yeah. But I, I went from experiencing um, living with my mom who is Christian and then my dad, they're, they're uh, divorced, but my dad is um, Muslim. He doesn't practice, but he's Muslim. And then I was, I was just kind of like, well, isn't everybody right? And that's just how I felt. And then I kind of like went away from even like, I had a hard time saying the word prayer for a really long yeah. time. Yeah, the same, yeah. it's the same or with, the with me or with a lot of people. It's the same. Yeah, or like the word God, because I, I, um, well, for the people that don't know, I'm Belgian, but then I, I moved to the United States and lived there for almost a decade. Then I moved back to Belgium. So it's interesting seeing how religion is practiced in different parts of the world, even though we're like Belgium and the U.S. are both Western societies, Western countries, but it's still different because... Um, like I can tell that people like where I was in Arizona, at least people are more Christian and, and hold on to religion more than they do over here in Belgium. There's not that many truly religious people left here. We, we have a lot of atheists or, or like people that just, they, they believe there's something, but they're not really religious either, or they just don't really believe in anything. So it's more accepted here to not be super religious. You don't really see a lot of young people here anymore that are still religious. Mm -hmm. I did go to no, a I Catholic don't... school, so that's kind of, it's, it's funny because I did go to a Catholic school, even though my mom isn't Catholic because she's actually a Reiki practitioner. She's an angel communicator herself. So I grew up with a spiritual mother that basically taught me a lot of stuff when I was young myself so i grew up with a spiritual mom but then i moved yeah. and and um i moved from belgium to the us and i tried to fit in and be normal and i i wanted to be normal so i said oh i'm I, i'm not doing any of that angel stuff anymore i'm gonna be normal of course that didn't work out yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say something and now i lost it i don't i can't remember Oh, that's my favorite when I lose my train of thought. <laughs> and it was something really good, too, and now I can't remember. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I, I forgot. Whatever. It'll come back. <laughs> yeah, so I think I was saying, like, uh, I've just been introduced to um, Archangel Metatron two days ago. And I was like, yeah, I was a little shocked. Like, I think I had done, um, like, YouTube suggests, like, all kinds of music for me, you know? And one of them, I think, was named, uh, like, Blessings from Archangel Metatron. But I didn't really focus in on it. I did play it. 
but I didn't focus in on it. And then, um, and then when I was introduced to him, so to say, I was like, oh, wow, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm so late to the party. I felt really late to the party. Well, everything happens in divine timing. And I remember again what I was going to say, probably because first you needed to say that little bit about Metatron before I could say what I had to say. That, So, yeah, what I was going to say was when you were saying that you met all these people on your path that triggered like important steps in your spiritual awakening, like Jamise, who for for the people yes. listening, Jamise Lachelle, she's um, yeah. a transformational like coach for women to work on their spiritual awakening, their womb awakening. Anyway, she's a really good mentor. And uh, yeah, so people like her have, have really been important to both you and, and me. And and wow. yeah, I, I have some people too that, that meant a lot that um, in my awakening, like Beth Catherine, I don't know if you know her, Beth Catherine, she's Canadian. She, well, I, I don't. it's like you were saying, I was on YouTube and, and I, I found the, the like, this stuff that this, about dolphins and whales and how they're spiritual and telepathic and i've i've always been super into dolphins and whales so i start watching these videos and then i bump into articles on her website and she has a facebook group and i joined the facebook group and then i ended up doing a course a six-month uh, class uh, to work with angels and and uh yeah that's how it all began again for me yeah I just have to say this because it popped in my head when you when you were talking that not even like 20 minutes before we started talking, my um, 12 year old daughter came in and she said, hey, mom, I just want to let you know, dolphins are real. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I, dolphins are real, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, that's something that my, my daughter w would say too, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. that's the funny thing too. It, now that more and more people are spiritually awakening, you can see that science is kind of catching up too. Because you see articles, like you said too, with astrology. Like suddenly Google is writing astrology yeah. articles, and and uh, I know. there and now there's people like scientists are saying, oh, you can heal yourself uh, by just thinking uh, healthy thoughts you dolphins can yeah. telepathically talk to you right. you can talk to your dog telepathically like science is catching up a little bit and that is really yeah, interesting is. to it's see kind of exciting like there is so much to blend those two worlds you know and hopefully it, it just it makes it all a little bit easier for some people who are coming into awakening Like yeah. we all kind of take different paths. I, I just chose any path that was in front of me. I'm like, I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll try it. Um, that's kind of one astrology note, side note, I should say. Your north node is kind of um, where you're always kind of reaching in this lifetime so that you can continue to fulfill your path to ascension. Yeah. And my, my north node is in, um, <laughs> is in Cancer. And it's in the ninth house. And when I found this out, this was another spiritual awakening moment for me because it had all this stuff about how my past, which is my south node, which is in Capricorn, my past was all about writing and amassing knowledge and all this kind of stuff and building success over this, you know. And North Node in the ninth house is like your spirituality should be 
for for the betterment of your family and for the betterment of of everyone as a whole not for being successful you know and i think one of the divine timings has been for me that i didn't i i did a lot of writing in those days where i was feeling kind of like pompous i would say or maybe a little pretentious or something when i was coming into knowing so strongly that I was just like, I know what's going on you know, <laughs> all the time. And I'm going to tell you how to live your life. And I'm going to tell you and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's where, like, I was, I was kind of like, like burst into the scene, you know, like, this is, this is it. And, um, and no one was listening to me back then. I mean, they might, I might've gotten some likes on some Instagram poems or some blog posts or something, but they, no one was asking me what I meant, you know? during this little awakening part. And so I, I did a lot of self-healing. I kind of like reverted for two years almost. I didn't post a single thing while I was working out this spiritual connection that I was now building um, from, from finding different paths, you know, needing different things. And I think that one of them where people can be that scientific building and seeing how Oh, like something simple like water carries energy is a scientific fact now. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's a... spiritual. That used to only be spiritual. Now it's fact, quote, you know, quote unquote. And people, people eat that stuff up, and like more of that kind of stuff should be posted in the world and articles written about instead of, you know, all this mindless stuff that keeps us distracted. And that's one of my other passions. I'm like, how can I get, you know, the most information out there, the simple information that people can just Google on their own if they'd like, you know, if you have a lot of time on your hands, most people. Um, Especially you know, now with the on pandemic Facebook. going on, more and more people, that's that's going on too now with this COVID-19 pandemic, more that's... and more people have been stuck at home. So they've had more yeah. time. And more and more people are suddenly spiritually awakening because they have right. all this time to think. Because And also, I, feel, I, I believe that it was planned uh, ahead of time by spirit that this pandemic would happen. And I know a lot of people, like there's all kinds of conspiracy theories about this pandemic. And you can look at it that way, but you, you have to look at it from a different angle too. look at it big in a big picture of things this was meant to happen everything is always meant to happen exactly when it happens so this happened because more people have to awaken and that was the like that was perfect a lot of people were home and they had all this time they were maybe under stress from from losing their job from stress from being home all the time with family members so it triggers stuff in people It makes, yeah. it awakens stuff inside of people and it uh, makes them look at the world around them in a different way. It makes them research life, think about life. And that's why it's good that people like you and I have gone through this awakening a few years ago so that we can now say, okay, we know what to do. We, we've gone through it. If We're here. So... That's why this is the time to, to like start to reach out to people because now more than ever, they're all awakening. Yes. Yeah, I actually did that one video that I, I did post in the group, in Jamisa's group, um, the Yoth Act. I personally sent the link 
of my of my YouTube video to people in my my actual phone, you know. For so long, I've only used social media as a way to say something. Um, you know, if, if you know me, like you're friends with me or we, you know, like we're family, maybe I've gone off on some tangent before or like told you a little piece of who I am and tried to express in different ways, you know, like my purpose of wanting to help assist the world and waking up and what that actually means. But I've been fumbling through that um, that explanation. I'm learning how to explain it. I just want it to be, you know, like, I, I just want to be like, um, uh, I'm a consciousness ambassador, <laughs> and I'm here to, you know, assist the world in raising the vibration in any way I can. That's truly how I feel, and it's like, I've amassed a lot of tools. I really, really have. Um, and if, if you feel called to work with me, then then hopefully one of the tools that I have, maybe it's just my intuition or just my ability to to help uh, help you through a tough time of realizing that the world is much bigger than your own backyard. You know, that's one of the things that that I think um, was a step for me was sending that video to specific people in my phone book that I'm like, hey, you know, like I'm going up, <laughs> I'm going up in the elevator, <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm taking the step, I'm, leap, I'm taking another leap, because people who personally know me, like, oh my God, you know, like how many times are you going to, you know, do something new or try something new or change who you, you know, your, your way of seeing things. It's always been expanding, though and shifting to better suit what is the best for the collective. Like that's truly where, where my strength is. And um, so I have changed a lot. I've morphed, I've done this, I've done that, I've tried things. I've, you know, gone in a bunch of different directions. Like, like I said, to fill my toolbox, hopefully to help as many people as I can. So I sent that link to like specific people that I want to know, like, I, I'm I'm going up because I'm diving in and I can't stop now. I can't make these declarations and not do what I said I was going to do. And I mean this on a soul level, you know. And uh, I'm there's the violet light again. The violet light is all around you again. <laughs> you know, like I'm throwing out the lifeline. Like who who wants who wants to come with me? Who wants? Um, to, to reclaim themselves, who wants the remembrance of who they are, who is excited to live this life, because like we were just saying earlier, we chose to live this life, what are we going to do with this life, yeah. you know, and like, like I've been focusing on, you know, like heaven on earth, and, and um, that's also what we're meant thoughts. to bring back, that's the thing, we, we are being born here, after lifetimes, and I know here I go again with the past life stuff, after go, li go, go. <laughs> lifetimes of, of being killed, of being persecuted, of being mocked, lifetime after lifetime, and we decided to volunteer to come back in this lifetime because we were promised that this time around we were not going to be mocked, we were not going to be killed for it, we were going to be able to um, speak our truth and that people were going to be ready for it this time because the planet needed us this time and we were ready. Yes. 
and um, yeah, that's basically now is the time to to speak your truth and to not let anyone hold you back. And we will be challenged. There will be people mocking us still, but we have to keep on telling ourselves. And I've told you this before too. We are always safe. We are always protected. Yes. And, and I believe you every time you say it. And it took me it, it took me a do. long time. It took me a long time to really be convinced of that because I had this subconscious soul memory of being killed. And then I had the, the actual memories because they all started coming back to me of lifetimes where I was uh, chained to a really heavy chain and had to jump off a bridge. And I was killed mm -hmm. and drowned for being a witch, basically. Then I was stoned um in a town square in the middle ages for i don't know for being a midwife and and they they, they <laughs> said i was a witch so that's just a few examples but this time nobody's gonna do that to us we are no. we're allowed to speak our truth okay so that's one about right now is that we can even contact each other. We can fall out and we can find each other, you know. Because one of the things I was mentioning in another um, group that I'm in is that uh, a lot of my writings, a lot of my early writings are um, are like, anybody out there, out there, out there. <laughs> I had that feeling when I was a teenager and, and I was one of the only people that was into spirituality and like the internet was only getting started and I was going to the library to, to like go on the internet <laughs> and um and I had to borrow books and stuff because like about reincarnation because there wasn't really that much stuff on the internet even available so I was kind of all alone in this I was 15 or 16 reading all these books about reincarnation and, and meditation and, and numerology and whatever and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it yeah I didn't even know how to work the internet until I was like over 21 years old yep I was a lot older than that I just didn't have a computer really when we were growing up and I'm a little bit older so the internet wasn't even a thing till like I don't know which what year but I never even went through the phase of emailing people never like I didn't even really know what an email was I still find it kind of annoying an email <laughs> like it's another thing I have to check you know yeah because we have all yeah, this stuff the whole, we have like, Facebook there, there's emails there's Instagram then there's all all this stuff and I have all these my phone is constantly asking me to remove stuff because my memory is full because I have all these different apps and it's like, why, how, why do people need three apps to talk? Just choose one and use that one. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I'm like, I'm like always asking who wants to like actually talk. I'm always like, hey, you want to chat? You want to chat? You want to chat? Because I, I mean, Jimmy said it today when we were, or yesterday, today for me. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we were talking, I already had you like, know, like, are you, are you a real person in my phone? You know, like, yeah, yeah like we're definitely real people, like. Those, the, the people that, uh, that hear my voice, like, just like, I want them to know, like, I'm a real person. Like we've been saying, we got all of the kids stuff and our house stuff and our, you know, relationship stuff. And I couldn't be more human, but more motivated 
to make yeah. all of our lives feel way more than human. Because let me tell you that what people think is normal human life is they're selling themselves short. Like just, uh, it doesn't even compare to the life that we could live if we felt more empowered, more understanding of who we are and how connected we are. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like I remember making fun of somebody for saying this, like, and I'm just going to give like this person a shout out and he'll probably never hear this, but this guy, Matt Farmer, one time he said, when we asked him, like, what would you wish for? He said, world peace. And we all made fun of him. This was at my old job. So sorry, Matt, because now I say that one of the only things that I want to wish for is world peace. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's just it's just a deep passion of mine to get people to see that they can truly make their life what they want it to be and releasing all this old programming is what 2020 is about it's like everything we've been going through and we can list all the astrology all the retrogrades all the you know monumental eclipses that happened this year at degree points that they haven't happened for so long there won't be another eclipse I, I read what was it another eclipse in capricorn to 2028 you know so like this is big this is defining yeah and and Wait that's what i love about astrology it's like a it's it's basically a science in the way that you can like put it on paper and say look at this this is calculated this is all happening. I can calculate this. And when like I channel, so I get all this stuff through channeling from channeling my guides, angels, other multidimensional entities. I channel them and I get the same information. And then mm -hmm. you, I talk to you and you can write all this stuff down, make charts of all kinds of stuff that I don't understand. But then it basically says the same thing. And that is the beauty I'm of it. I was blown away when I looked at your chart and, and your family's charts, just when I shared with you, just a little bit, because it's like, for me, I'm respecting your space when it comes to astrology, because I, I'm not, I'm not wanting to retell your story that you already know. But if there's ever anything in the astrology that you're interested in, then we can dive deep into that. You know what I'm saying? But I know I realized sometimes when I was typing in the things that I wanted to say that I was very respectful of who you are because you are such a strong and grounded and connected being that it's kind of blows me away when we met. It blew me away. Anyways, when I was looking at your guys' charts, just the fact that that I, I thought from what I was seeing that Nora and Bjorn were biological, you know, he was her biological father. That's that is like, I was so blown away that it, that I, I already knew that it wasn't. Yeah. You, know, you already told me that piece, but I still was looking at the chart just like, whoa. And then you told me all the past yeah. life stuff. For, for the and people listening so and, and for the people that don't know the, the background, I have a daughter, she's five years old, and I have, my partner is not her biological father, but he's been in her life since she was uh, three years old. And people here too, they comment on how they look alike and how they act alike. So if, if 
like you would say that that she's his child if you wouldn't know that that he's basically her stepdad but but people don't know they they just assume she's his kid because she looks so much like him yeah, yeah and, and that's and the, yeah and then we can go back to the past that's how the beauty of it too you you find you like you get your information through astrology and you basically come to the same conclusion that I uh, get from channeling information about past lives. Yes. How how the like when I see people um, clairvoyantly, when I look into soul relationships, I see it like a pyramid. Basically, you have a pyramid, and this is you, and then you're connected mm -hmm. to all these other people in the pyramid: your family members, friends mentors, clients, children, uh, co-workers, everyone is in the pyramid. And my daughter is really close at the top with me and so is my partner. So we're all connected really closely and have been for many lifetimes and we always go through these contracts that we write and rewrite for each lifetime. We play different roles like now I'm her mom. Uh, two lifetimes ago, maybe she was my sister and, and my, my partner was my daughter and we always play these roles and we take turns and we learn, but we're always connected in some way. I saved this story to tell you when we were talking. So the other day I was in a mood and I was like, Jared, name three things that you remember from the night that I don't even remember now what I said, like the first night that we that we hugged or something like that and he's just like what? come on and so then his daughter walks in the room and i'm like Jaden, tell me tell me three things that you remember about the first night that we ever met she's she's 10 right now and she's like i don't know that you were nice <laughs> and i'm like okay and then my son walks in who's 10 years or he's he's almost nine i don't know why he said i almost said he was 10. He walks in and I grab him by the shoulders and I'm like, Marcus, Marcus, tell me three things that you remember about the night that we met. And I was like, oh, wait, no, we met in the morning. Tell me three things that you remember from the morning we met. And he, he goes down to his knees and he's like, I can't remember. That was like eight years ago. <laughs> and then he goes, he starts like falling over like he can't believe it, you know? And then he goes... I can't believe you tried to make me remember 3,000 years ago. I mean, 300 years. I mean, I mean, eight years ago. <laughs> but see, that's so funny. These children, they're, they, they're, they're like su super mirrors. They show us like, what the hell are you doing? If we're acting crazy, they're going to yeah. show us that we're acting crazy. And they're not going to beat around the bush. They're just going to be like, okay, you're being crazy. I'm acting out right now because you need to just tone it down a notch or five and just calm down. Yeah. My, my daughter does the same stuff. And, and then as parents, it's up to us too, because that's part, that's one of my big passions as a light worker or a spiritual uh, servant, basically, of, of source is to help people uh, assist these children that are coming in right now and assist them in a way that they feel safe, that they feel uh, heard, that they feel like they can be themselves and they don't have to be make themselves smaller than they are because they came here to shine their light and to show us yes. who we are, who we can be. And they are basically born without any filters, without any blocks. They're just here 
and and being who they are and we have to accept them and then you have your son basically telling you hey drop the ego stuff because that's what you're like trying to hold on to these oh name name four or five things that you remember because it doesn't matter because the connection right. is there the connection that you have with your partner is there and by trying to de define it by by asking him to give you three examples of what what he remembers that's trying to limit the love he has for you in these three things that you want him to tell you but but it's it's it goes back so many years and then your son says oh i can't remember three thousand years because it's basically a connection that that has always been there right oh my gosh right <laughs> so your son was just telling you hey it doesn't matter yeah all that matters is now exactly yeah and that, oh, that's and that, how they that are these children you're gonna, that you're gonna put out for your book is going to be very important i i can tell you that i spent a lot of my years being an asleep parent a very distracted parent a not connected parent and i have a 20 year old daughter and you know now my youngest is is still eight and i'm a completely different parenter and sometimes it hurts to see the effects of that yeah so i can see the difference parents, too with my kids yeah if any parents are listening it's a process no one's gonna say that they're ever gonna nail it but giving some attention is just very very important yeah, because a lot of these people that are spiritually awakening have children already. And mm -hmm. yeah, because because yeah, for the people that don't know, I'm writing a book called Spiritual Mothering. And it's about basically being on this spiritual journey as a mother and how to raise your children in a spiritual way and, and how to basically guide them on this earth journey uh, the best you can in a spiritual way while being aligned with source and while allowing your children to grow up like fully intact spiritually so that they can yeah. fully develop into who they were meant to be and and yeah that is because i can tell the difference my daughter is going to be six years old in a few months and i have a six month old son and i was already on a spiritual path a little bit when I had my daughter, but I wasn't anywhere near where I am right now with my son. And I can already tell that I parent in a completely different way now than I did six years ago. Right. Yeah. And, and more and more people and moms and dads too are going to wake up because their children are going to be the ones waking them up. Right. They're such strong mirrors. It is just, if you pay attention to your child, and I still am not that good at paying attention, you know, because I'm over here trying to transcribe every single thing that crosses my mind, you know. But mm -hmm. uh, if you really take the time and you and you listen to them and you watch their behavior and you just observe them for, for who they truly are, they show you so much. And, uh, yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. Like, like, you know, I could say, like, oh, I'm not perfect all the time and blah, 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 and I was really bad in the past if none of that matters in the moment like we keep saying you know the moment that's where we're at every second is a new moment it really is 17 seconds is like infinity moments <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's crazy. This this journey is, and I know that I don't know how many people that are going to be listening right now, but I hope that it's going to reach a few people at least. Uh, this podcast, and even if it only reaches one person, it'll change something in them that was necessary for their journey, and that's going to be worth it for me. So, oh yeah, I've always said if I can just help one person, that's enough, and. Every time I've helped, like, you know, one more person, my I just feel like I'm not like the Grinch, but you know how the Grinch's heart grew, just kept growing and kept growing. That's how I feel, like, every time just somebody says, like, any anything back, like, anything back's good enough, you know what I mean? And uh, th- then then we know where we can connect and when we, where we can seek help. And I think that's, like, super important in this in this uh time right now where we know that we can reach out to someone and not be scared and be able to be ourselves you know i really found that when i got to meet you i'm just getting all choked up over it but i really do appreciate you well i appreciate you too and all of your wisdom that you've shared with me today because yeah it's really interesting. I, I don't know a lot about astrology. I'm super interested in it. So it's interesting to meet people that are spiritual but have their own angle. And then you can go back and forth with your ideas and share ideas and expand your, your own knowledge. when you t- So that's why even, even if nobody listens to this conversation, it was super valuable because I got, I got a lot out of it and I'm sure you did too. I sure did. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like we could talk for, for ages about the things that we, um, we see for the future. Yeah. But that's why, that's why you're going to be on my podcast a few more times because we have a lot of stuff that we want to share and I'm sure that, that, yeah, we can talk about all kinds of stuff. I just want to let everyone know, like, I don't have a certificate in astrology, um, I did take one course with the Leo King, but I didn't even finish it because I'm lazy. And then I even paid for another course and I didn't even take more than two classes. Um, but I do, I, I have learned a lot from the Leo King. Um, his name is David Palmer. He's on YouTube and High Vibe TV. Um, and Molly McCord, she is a very strong influence for me. She was the first intuitive astrologer that I listened to. So I was like my introduction to understanding why I didn't, um, why I wasn't focused on like all the tiny, tiny little details, but I was still coming up with things that were very accurate for astrology. And then um, there's, there's there's so many people, like I could sit here all day and like thank people and comment on people. There's a, there's a lot of good people out there. If other people are interested who are listening in astrology, if you, if you hit a few good um, YouTube people, like those two are raising vibrations. Um, those are great, great infos. And I, I go to them when I'm having a hard time for myself. I need to hear it from somebody else sometimes. And uh, yeah, and they have great content for, for knowledge. Like all, all of them have content for you to learn yeah i think that's important too in in this spiritual awakening journey that we remember like it's it's nice that we know that we can get certified and we can go do these classes with people and we can have like official certificates and all that stuff 
but all that really is doing is basically um, just waking up some triggering a memory inside of you that you already know so whether you get the certificate or not it's just meant to trigger an, a part of you a soul aspect of you that you wake up again that you integrate and that then you can like share with people out there and it doesn't really matter whether you have the certificate or not you have the knowledge you've reawakened the knowledge by taking a class and and that's all that matters yes thank you for saying that it actually um means a lot to me because i'm super hard on myself <laughs> yeah it's like we me with my past life work I've studied Dolores Cannon so much and read her books and have listened to so many quantum healing hypnosis sessions of, of her and both her and Alba Weinman. That's a, a lady, if you're into quantum healing hypnosis and past life regressions, definitely Google or look it up on YouTube, Alba Weinman. And I, I've studied both of them so much that subconsciously I started integrating their methods into my own meditations that I record when yeah. I do past life work I will send my clients a meditation and then when I go back and listen to the meditations later I'm like wow that that's crazy but I sound like Alba Weinman on on YouTube because yeah. <laughs> you may I, I started like copying not really copying but like giving my own twist to it basically to her methods because I've studied her so much, but I don't have a QHHT certificate or anything officially. I would love to one day get certified, but I don't believe that, that I'm worth any less because I don't have an official certificate. Because you have to also believe in your own intuition and know that what you're doing is is right and, and it's it's based in truth and light. And so if you can offer that to people, it doesn't really matter if you're certified or not. Yeah, that is so true. I think that we get hung up on little things like that and it and it holds us back. Like I think it's held me back from a lot of things. Like if I use that as an excuse, then I don't have to step into my power. Yeah. You know? We're oh, trying I to limit to get, ourselves. You know, I, to, I took like a level one Reiki course here in the town that I live. There's a woman who did that and um, you know, I either missed the level two or it never came up or something and and, um, yeah, I just was kind of like, well, if I don't have at least something, then no one's going to believe me, <laughs> you know? And, and then I, I used that to hold me back. So I would say, oh, well, I, I couldn't even, you know, get this or get that. So I'll just, I guess it's not time. I guess I don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's just us trying to, trying to not do our work. <laughs> so and it, it has not worked out for me very well, let me tell you, every single time I go down the wrong path me further away from my work and assisting the planet um something crazy happens something super crazy happens and then and you're the being pushed yeah thing, and then you just have I to just do it like, anyway yeah i just put my hands up and i was like okay i'm just gonna flow with this and i'm gonna flow with this and i always pray for divine timing and i always just say like that i have faith i have faith that this has already been written and that I am here to experience form and that I am here to help people experience, you know, heaven on earth. And I just repeat it and I believe it and I stay in faith and I have all these little rituals that help me stay there that I would also love to share with people, you know, if anyone's interested. 
because that's what it comes down to. And that's another thing I learned from Janice. First person that ever really introduced me to ritual. I just bow down to that woman when it comes to ritual. Yeah. I would have never known that little simple things could help the human um, recognize what's happening to the soul if it wasn't for Janice. Yeah, that's so. that's kind of how, how my reawakening started a little bit because I started practicing little rituals again here and there. Like I started focusing again on the moon cycles and yeah. I started working with uh, like on the full moon. I would burn little notes that I had affirmations written on, on like affirmations about um, just for myself stuff I wanted to manifest, I would write it on, on little pieces of paper and burn it during the full moon. And then it would actually happen. And I was so amazed, like, oh my God, this actually happened. But that's the the, the power of ceremony or rituals, because there's intention behind it. Yeah. And it's that intention that you're manifesting into material form by writing it on paper. You're moving the energy. You have the energy inside of you and you're moving it out by writing it down, by burning it, you're transmuting it into the fire and it's manifesting into your material reality. Mm -hmm. and, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's so, it is one of the easiest things we can do for ourselves. You know, today um, I shared that with one of my brothers who I would normally not even talk to, you know, like mm -hmm. we we just don't, we don't pick up the phone, but he had to pick up the phone and tell me that <laughs> he was exposed to COVID and I've seen him since that. So we're on this conversation with each other where he's like, I can't believe this is happening. What if I have it? And I'm just like, I know this is going to sound super weird and I'm really sorry if it rubs you the wrong way, but this is all divine time. Yeah, everything is working out as it should. And I know you don't want to get anyone to get hurt. And I know you don't want anyone to get sick. And you don't want to be the one that starts something. He works out a place where there's a lot of people. It's a state run facility. And, um, you know, he's he's nervous. And so I would know normally, like I said, not even talk to him. But my mom was in town. So I went to my brother's house, you know, like all these things had yeah. to happen. And, well, he was um, probably meant but, to hear that from you too. He, because it was meant to trigger something in him, so he would look at it differently. And and you were meant to tell him all that stuff so that he could look at it from a different angle, an angle that he usually wouldn't would have never looked at if it weren't for you. So I told him, I said, you know, use this, uh, use this time, whatever time it is, and. Um, just pretend like it's a second vacation because he just got back from vacation to his job. I'm like, pretend like it's a second vacation, you know, and use this time so wisely. And also, if you feel called or if you don't think it's too weird, I told him about writing it down and burning it under the moon. And I explained it a little bit about how the lunar eclipse was like. I'm just mega released. And he was like, wow. You know, I think I might do that. And mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and that might trigger an experience for him that's going to send him more more on a spiritual path. And, and yeah, that's how we influence people with just little conversations like that or just things we mention that we usually would never mention to, to like normal people that aren't into this stuff. Yeah. But, but then it might trigger something in them and it's like a snowball effect. And, yeah, and, and they... Yeah. 
stepping into your power thing that I've been that really focused on, really focused on since the last real big incident in my life where I was like, whoa, I'm going down the wrong path. I cannot do this anymore. And that was in July. You know, that was right after the eclipses that happened in, in January. And, and me, as a person who follows astrology and who looks at my astrology often, you know, and I'm, and I'm writing these things that I know are channeled messages about things that are, are, that are building up in the energy, especially in the place where I live in America, in California, it's very different, you know, and I could see all this stuff happening in my writing and in the astrology, and I was still not listening, I still wasn't listening, I was pushing down a path that I wasn't supposed to go down. And, um, Two people in my life, you know, my dad and, and my boyfriend, two people I love very much, they ended up getting in a huge, you know, thing. And, and it really affected everything that was happening in my life. I just, at that moment, I said, I can't, I cannot look away anymore. It's impossible. Things like, you know, like even just saying like, things don't make any enough sense to keep pretending or living a, like I like to call it a split life, you know? where I'm spiritual and private and I do all these silent prayers and all these silent meditations. And I kind of take an old school route, a traditional route where, where your spirituality is some, like if, if I had a manifestation inside of me that was going to change the world, that's something I should keep secret. You know, that's very old school tradition, esoteric idea that, that these things are, are like, you don't talk about, letting people know that this is the kind of work you do, you know? And I, I really kind of like lived in that in, in some sort of past life and I don't understand it fully, but I know that it's from a past life. And, uh, and so now I'm trying to work it into this life, you know, and, and, and I was working it up until this January until I got this even desk that I'm sitting here with, you know, in February. So I didn't really say like, Okay, I cannot spend this significant amount of my time in my life writing these messages that are clearly not for me, because I got my pronouns all mixed up if they are. So what am I supposed to do about it? Keep going down this path that clearly hurts me and hurts the people that I love, or just step in and say, okay, I'm a divine channel and I'm here to assist consciousness where am I needed? And I'm in, in, please, please understand that, that I'm not going to sell myself short anymore. And I had to tell myself that every day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why I've started this podcast too. Like I said earlier, because we're all meant to, to basically just show the world who we are and why we're here. Three. Yeah. So that was all really interesting, super interesting stuff. And we can keep talking for hours. We've been talking for an hour and 20 minutes now. So maybe we can like finish up for today, but you're definitely going to be on my podcast again in the future. Cause we have too many interesting stuff to talk about. Like we have all kinds of stuff oh, yeah. that we still want to talk about. So if it's okay, is there anything else you would like to share today? Anything that comes up? Um, about the eclipse or anything about the eclipse I think that if we're going to take it back to some basic ritual you know 
um, that one of the best things that you can do is just try to focus in on something that you want to release from, from the literally every single cell of your body, you know, that you're just so over with some sort of structure in your life that holds you back. And for some people that might seem like a really big idea, but it doesn't have to be a super big idea. It just has to be something that will be a catalyst to keep you going through whatever else 2020 has to give us. Um, for me, I think I'm really going to focus this time on releasing um, my unhealthy stuff around masculine energy. I know that's coming up in our group a lot. Yeah, um, I think that's coming up collectively too a lot. Yeah. I'm I mean, there's saying. a lot of energy vibrating through just, I mean, from looking at the way the government's run on down to the way feminine people are, um, females are in the workplace, you know, it's just from here to here, every single level has a vibration of, of masculine control, masculine aggression, these masculine and negative terms. Those are the things that I need to work on to release personally. Um, you know, without making it super long, you know, Mars is a big, a big player in the game right now because it's going to come into a retrograde in September and it is the masculine energy. Yeah. So, um, just knowing like that there is healthy sides to all of those negatives that we think and that when we're releasing something, We also have to remember to replace it with something, you know? So for me, I'm working on releasing uh, aggression in my life because I have a really short fuse and I want to replace it with understanding and patience and with the ability to communicate with people um, in the way that that doesn't create conflict. So that's, that's what I'm going to be focusing on for this full moon lunar, lunar eclipse and uh yeah bringing that into the wind yeah so basically this weekend is a really good time for any any shadow aspect of yourself that you know deep down you have to face but you don't really want to you just have to basically do it this weekend is the time to do it just look at it really be honest with yourself look at yourself And what do you want to get rid of that you know isn't serving you? And now is the time to do it this weekend. Basically. And we're so supported right now. That is the biggest message is that all of the energies are rooting for this reconstruction. You know, Jupiter is involved too, and that's the planet of expansion and joy. doesn't yeah. matter if it's in retrograde. It's bringing that energy, that knowingness, that things are getting bigger and better. And we can all feel the freedom to be ourselves. For the people that are going to be listening to this later, we're, uh, what day is today? The 4th? 4th of July? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're hearing this later, 
this is still gonna matter because this is an ongoing process whenever you hear this it'll be in the right time for you and it'll still mean something to you in the moment that you're hearing this it's never a bad time to work on shadow aspects it's always a good time but this weekend specifically is a really good time to do that yeah and like we were saying it, it doesn't have to be a conscious a conscious effort the ritual is great to remind us but um if you do listen to this later and even if it's a six months later all all the consciousness stuff and all the juicy stuff that we talked about of course there's nothing going to change there and if you hear some of the dates that we we're talking about as in astrology you can use um uh, the technique of looking back and seeing what actually started it this weekend and how it unfolded for you you know that's that's the beauty of it too i i love to do that with astrology when i when I think back on something and I look up the day and I see, oh my goodness, that's when that started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that could be really, that could be really fun for some people too, if they're listening to this later. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to finish up here. We've yeah. been going for an hour and a half now. For the people that, that are listening, I have a baby on my lap here and it's getting kind of fussy. Yeah, because like, like we said before, we're spiritual beings, but we still have the, these earth lives and children and household stuff. So I'm going to yeah. have to go deal with my baby. But, and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, because it's super late over there. But for the people that have listened, Mina is a, um, a writer and she's gifted with words that flow through her straight from source energy. She opens herself up to let spirit do the talking and she has a beautiful blog too where you can connect with her and I'll link uh, everything in the description below. And she's also an astrologer and she weaves intuitive guidance in with very accurate astrology readings. So yeah, that's it for this week. I'm so glad um, that you were on my podcast and thank you for sharing all your knowledge. Thank you for having me. I am honored, truly honored. And we're definitely going to do this again. And for the people listening, I'm so glad that you all decided to tune in for this episode and you can connect with Mina and her high vibe uh, offerings on her website, Facebook page, Instagram. And like I said before, I'll mention all details below in the description box. And I'd love it if you commented so we can keep the conversation going. And uh, if you want to stay up to date on all the podcast episodes, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash mystical tea time. And there you can find all available podcast link podcast links, <laughs> such as Spotify uh, and all kinds of other links and also subscribe on YouTube. And yeah, that was it for this time. And hopefully we'll see you again next time. Bye.